Greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and joining me as always is the Secretary of Spoil, the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you doing, Haley? Uh, I may or may not have a concussion. I feel like every week I come into this show and something else has happened to you. Last week you couldn't breathe. This week you may have a concussion. I'm terrified to find out what happens next week. Are we recording next week? Because I was gonna say we record on the twelfth. That's two weeks from now. But well, whatever. I uh, I stood up too fast in the work van uh, as we were getting ready to go into work, uh, and I hit my head off the plat hard plastic handle on the side of the van's door. Well, that that's something. Uh, this happened at twelve forty-five yesterday afternoon. <laughs> And you still have the pain today? Uh, not as bad as it was yesterday. Um, so I was scheduled to work the back room at Le'Veon Rose, which uh, for anybody who is not Canadian, because I don't know if the store exists in the States, uh, is the lingerie store. Um, so I was scheduled to work the stock room yesterday uh, and okay. then finish the store once the other part of the team came in. Um, so, you know, we it's in Niagara Falls, so... Go to the office, get in the car, go go to the job site. As we get ready to enter the job site, that's when I hit my head. Now, I had some pain, but not a lot, right? So I was like, ah, this will go away, right? It did not go away. And so I let my boss know around halfway through the shift. I was like, hey, so this doesn't feel great. And he's like, all right, we'll fill out an accident report sheet when we get back to the office. We didn't fill out that sheet until like 8.30 last night. That pain did not really subside it's not like a constant throbbing like headache it's just like sometimes there's pain if, if i look in a certain direction i don't understand why but yeah there were other symptoms yesterday that made me think it was a concussion but i don't know i don't actually think it's a concussion because my vision's fine and i'm not having trouble remembering things so i don't know yeah don't stand up too far in vehicles people for a place that has free health care seems like you damn sure never use it <laughs> Maybe just go to the doctor or something. The hospital is an hour away by foot. I do not drive. Uber, Lyft, anything. I do not feel like spending $30 to go to the hospital. But you feel like having a concussion and possibly possibly hurting yourself and dying. Uh, it w- To take an Uber from my apartment to the hospital is $30. Oh, my God. And... Also, the bus that goes out to the hospital does not run on Sundays. Isn't that great? 
thank thank God this is audio podcast because if people see me right now, I am shaking my head. To be fair to our listeners, I also can't see Delvin this week because the recording software is being real fucking weird. Well, fortunately for you, you can't. Because I am shaking my head looking at you like you're crazy. Take your ass to the doctor if you keep feeling like this. It's free. $30. Ain't going to kill you. To know that you're okay and you're safe. Thirty dollars is definitely not going to kill me. I've been super responsible with my money, but also, uh, I just don't. I, it's like a principle thing. I don't want to spend thirty bucks to go like five minutes by car. Okay, so how far are we gonna go with this? So last time we talked, you couldn't breathe, and you said, "No, nah, uh-huh. I'm not going to the hospital." This time we talked, you probably got a concussion. So next time we talk, I'm assuming you're gonna get shot. And you're like, the Uber was $25, so I don't want to go. If I get shot, I'm probably dead, Delvin. Um, that's not always true. People have lived through gunshot wounds. I mean, yes. But also, if I get shot, I've done something incredibly wrong. No, not necessarily. I have a friend who was shot in the face, and he did nothing wrong except being himself. I guess that was enough to shoot him in the face. And he's very much alive. That is probably a reason I would be shot, being myself. Welcome to uh, the current state of being a trans person. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Now we'll get into what you've been playing and all that stuff. So, uh, so uh, just my standard watching stuff. I haven't watched anything new, except I was watching last week tonight before we started recording. So, Because I didn't watch it live last night. What have I been playing? Uh, Dead Island 2, more of it. That it's it's fun. I'm on my way to like the sewers now, I guess. I don't know. Very fun game. Obviously, that's kind of on the back burner because of what we'll talk about later, which is Jedi. Who do you voodoo, bitch? Yeah. Who do you voodoo, bitch? Uh, yeah, that's about all I played is Jedi and um, Dead Island. But I know we'll talk about Jedi later because it's topic of the show. So, okay. Wow, that was kind of fast, Haley. I'm shocked. I mean, I, I can tell I you where playing. I've been working. It's not very exciting. Nope, that's okay. We're okay. That's good. We're good. <laughs> We're good here. <laughs> I, I, I've i only played Jedi Survivor, so we'll talk about that a little later then, I guess. So I guess we'll just get straight to these news stories. Uh, before we get to the news stories, I have to say, uh, y'all nearly get me in trouble every week uh who's y'all at work how what did i because, do because because i listen to the show every week at work and i nearly it lost fault. it yes i know I, i'm not saying it's your fault i'm just saying it's funny uh i was listening to the show yesterday while we were doing uh while we were working and at the end there when they were going off about uh what's his name penny something i don't know they see a lot of things. Oh, Penny Hardaway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was losing it because you're just sitting over there like, I don't want to fart. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, <laughs> 90s basketball and play some video games, huh? Yeah. Yes. That's our weird show that I do every week now. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's just it. Uh, yeah. We can get into the news. So, Games Industry Biz did an interview with um, Herman Holtz. Did you see this, Haley? I did not, actually. It's a pretty interesting interview. I recommend people go check it out. But one of the things I thought was interesting that he said, um, and I'm going to quote him, he says, 
We understand the competitive environment that is out there and the time investment from players that live service offers. And we want to deliver the highest quality games. There's a risk that we take, we talk about with live service games in generic terms, as if it's a single player genre or even a single business model. PlayStation Studios are making a variety of games that can be referred to as live service games, targeting different audiences and genres, different release schedules, and different scales. We're also creating games for different audiences, and I take confidence from our track record in creating worlds and stories for places fans that we love. So basically he's saying this, because this, this, uh, the whole article is a little bit about how they're getting into the live service thing, and they're saying, they're basically, Herman Holtz is saying, we're not going to make 10 Fortnite to 10 Destiny. We're trying to make different live service experiences that can be, I guess, for everyone in, in terms of like, hey, I think that's interesting. And I also wonder what he means by that, because you know he's um, because you know they they've been signing live service studios, and this has been a conversation for a while with them. So, mm-hmm. um, I think yeah, we, we talked about the last episode. What was it? Firewalk. We talked about. Yes. Yeah, they bought Firewalk Studios, which is a live service studio, and which I, I thought I'll, they already owned, like I said last week, but I guess not. And then, um, you know, they bought Dun- Bungie. Yeah. Which makes Destiny, so you know, Haven Studios. So they've been building up a live service catalog of stuff. So, what do you think they have cooking with this? What's your thoughts on this? So, first of all, I just want to reiterate because every time we talk about live service, people immediately jump to Fortnite and Destiny. Uh, I'd like to point out that games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla are live service. So, yes. these main these may not be specifically like wholly multiplayer games. Now, factions, for example, whenever that does release, we know it's coming. We don't know when it's actually releasing. I assume assume we'll learn more in June or maybe even at the showcase before it. But again, I'm saying June because of the last of us's 10th anniversary. Um, Will we? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I feel like we've been hearing about this for the longest time now. I mean, we've been hearing about it since Last of Us 2's development because the entire reason Factions is its own game is because they made it bigger than they did in the first one. And look, Factions and Last of Us 1 was fantastic. So I'm excited to see what they do with Factions as its own separate thing. But anyways, we know that that's going to be live service. And we also know that MLB The Show is considered live service, right? So that is correct. But, but again, I do want to reiterate for those who aren't that familiar with the term or who immediately jumped to like Fortnite or Destiny. That's not the only kind of live service. Like the last five Assassin's Creed games have all been live service. Like they get frequent content updates, right? That's live service. Um, Rocksteady's new game that nobody's excited for anymore after seeing the gameplay and got delayed nine months. That is also live service, right? Like, Suicide Squad. Yeah, I I know. I was just I wanted to make the joke that. Um, but what do I think they've got cooking? Based on them saying they're working on multiple genres, I'm I'm gonna say, uh, maybe this is where they're going with like their they they can have combat arenas for single player games where like leaderboards, right? Like. There are leaderboards in the arenas for Horizon Forbidden West, for example, right? So, like, 
maybe that's the kind of live service stuff that they're getting to, into, right? Like maybe like they've already mentioned that there's because we know Horizon Three is in development, but we've also know that they have like a multiplayer Horizon game coming, right? Like that'll be live service for sure. But what do I think they've got cooking? Uh I don't know. I'd love for them to bring back some of their older stuff, right? Like I'm not a huge fan of Resistance or Killzone, but those could be good live service titles, right? Like what do I think they have cooking though? I honestly don't know because this is not the PlayStation from before where if we were talking like PS3 PlayStation, I could name like seven titles I think they'd have a live service title for, right? But here we're not really doing long service standing like franchises anymore, right? Like Infamous has been sitting dormant for forever. Resistance, Killzone, those are all sitting dormant, right? I know someone posted in the Discord earlier that maybe there's a rumored Twisted Metal game coming, but again, that's going to be... I think there was. I've heard that a while back, and I think it's supposed to be live service. Which would make sense for a Twisted Metal game in the first place, but also like... That's one out of like 19 different dormant franchises PlayStation has, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's, um, to be honest, I know people, some people, a lot of people don't like, I won't say a lot of people, I know some people don't like live service games, but it's a viable kind of cash stream for a company. Yes, like it, is, it is a viable business strategy. Um, but the thing is, is that people need to go into it not expecting to be Fortnite because Fortnite yeah. is just really big. Like you're not gonna reach Fortnite levels, right? Like, yeah. The, Fortnite all, is the best case scenario. Yes, but the reason you've been seeing all these live service game closures is because they all went into the market expecting to become the next Fortnite and. Doing that as your entry point for live service is not going to be a solid business strategy. Although I do want to point out the odd case of, you know what else isn't a solid business strategy? Launching your game in open beta, then shutting the servers down for a year. Um, Fucking multiverses. Yeah, Yeah, that could be a problem. I I don't think that's a solid, viable live service strategy either. Uh, But your question was, what do I think they've got cooking? I... I honestly don't know because again, most of the teams we know of that are working on live service games are new studios. So they're either working on dormant IP being turned to live service or they're working on new IP. That's live service entirely. Right? Like I, I would love, like I said, for infamous to come back, um, Sly Cooper to come back, even if they have live service elements to them, right? Like, I mean, to be fair, Infamous 2 had live service elements to it when it launched. It The UGC, the user-generated content stuff, it had a thriving um, stuff, like community of people that would constantly make new missions, right? Assassin's Creed Odyssey did the same thing, right? With the, the My Story stuff, where you could do that. Um, it's hard to say what PlayStation's working on with live service titles. Um, but I'm ex- I, I, I guess I want to say I'm excited. I don't know. They're working on, they say they're working on different genres. So that is That's exciting what I find because trying to have 10 live service games all in the same genre. That's just asking for a disaster. That's the part I'm kind of excited, but I think that's a really interesting thing because we 
we kind of get all these shooter type games for live service. That's the thing that kind of they mainly make, or like a MOBA or something like that. So if they could kind of explore something and maybe add the things that we love about PlayStation games so much into a live service game, I'd be all for that. That sounds pretty cool. But you know, yeah. it's, it's it's yeah, it would be pretty works, cool. You know? You know, I I don't I don't see people have this misconception. About, I don't hate live service games. I think they're fine. I think they're fine. No, they I do. don't either. They do. Um, Avengers was a live service game that I actually enjoyed a lot. It was. I so I Avengers think, did the live service thing in the wrong way, though. Like correct. Like they they tacked the live service on. If the game is built with live service in mind, you can. You can make that work, but if you're doing Avengers where you're making a solid single-player campaign, but then being forced to turn the game into a live service game, that's where you're going to run into issues, right? So, I agree. I thought they should have... I would have been perfectly fine with them just making Avengers a thing and making just making us pay for the expansion packs and just expanding all those. That would have been great. It would. Have been great. Um, I never did play the War for Wakanda stuff. I did play like the two um, the Hawkeye DLCs for Avengers, but at this point, that that game just suffered the worst kind of hate. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff that was leaked for it that never released, right? So, yeah, they had a, but to that game's credit, a lot of that stuff did get released. A lot of stuff for that game got released. We were talking about it. We were when we first talked about the game. We were like, "I right, after Spider Man, I guess it's over. We ain't getting nothing else." And they were like, "Nah, that's we got a fair. bunch more stuff for you." So. Well, they got four more characters after that, but there were like twelve others that were leaked, and one that had actually done voice capture for the character. Which one was that? She Hulk had done. Uh, an actress had like publicly announced they'd done voice capture for She Hulk for. Avengers that never came to be, but we also knew that there were content pipelines for like Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch. Again, they were teasing it heavily in the first campaign, and there were like multiple like references to Quake in there. Like I was gonna say, a bunch of characters that just never came to be be within that game. Like that game suffered the worst kind of fate. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but what can you do at this point? Nothing. Step more than what we could have had. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed that game. But what can you do? All right, let's get to our next story. So I got this story. And it it basically says based off of game data, off of sales data, PS5 $70 games have has led so far to fewer game sales, actually. Have you heard heard about this story? So I have, but people are taking stat out of consideration. Um, so yes, the this is like an analytics thing from like um, EA and uh, Sony, right? That's where you're seeing this. That is correct. Yeah, because so, um, Sony just released their numbers, and um, there's I think first quarter numbers or second quarter numbers. It's first quarter. Um, first quarter. Okay. Yes. So, anyways, 
the way that this stat is being taken is out of context because yes, this is leading to lower game sales from higher game prices. However, keep in mind that up until recently, there was a shortage of consoles available, right? So that is correct. There are multiple factors to this. It's not just one statistic, like one deciding factor. of Oh, games are more expensive now, so I'm going to buy less games. That is, of course, going to be a breaking point for some people, right? Well, like some people before, are not before going. You, before you get to that, let, let me explain what's going on to people who don't know. Because we, we just start getting into okay. the conversation and explain it there. Okay, let me read a little bit of the article. The PS5 $70 price tag for new releases has resulted in fewer game sales being sold this console generation. According to new data provided by Sony and Activision, even though the software revenue is up for PlayStation, the cost of games will seemingly contribute to the substantial decrease in sales. This is despite an increase in the number of PS5 consoles sold, which would typically result in more games being sold. So let's see. Three. Well, yeah, that's the gist of it right there. So and it's the console it, sales yes. are up. Console sales are up. Game sales are kind of down. But you go ahead and finish what you said because you're explaining exactly why that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. So, okay. So, yes, console sales are up, which makes sense because for the longest time, consoles were not available to buy. Like, you had to be on the computer like almost 365 days a year, basically, to attempt to get a PS5 before because of the shortage, right? Now, $70 price point for most games... And I'm using the U.S. dollar here because trying to fucking use the Canadian prices for games is wild because they fluctuate so fucking wildly and I don't understand. Uh, But I'll bring that up in a minute. Anyways, $70 price point for games is going to be the breaking point for some customers. Some are going to be like, no, I'm not paying $70 for a game. I'll wait for it to go on sale, which would result in fewer sales. However, it's also... Um, it's also just a matter of like less games are coming out. <laughs> like this is, I would assume, like, yes, the price point matters to a lot of people. A lot of people have made their displeasure. I unfortunately think that's here to stay. That's not going to change. That is the new industry standard. Now, again, not everyone has done this, but even Nintendo has jumped on board now, right? Like Zelda is $70, right? Now they've said not all their games are going to be $70, but so did PlayStation. And in that time, they put out one $50 game. Sorry, two. Sackboy and Miles were both $50. That's it. Every other game released by them has been $69.99, right? The difference is, is, is that less games have come out that people want to buy because of the COVID backlog of development because it caused development delays. That's why like the past couple of years have had super packed months and then empty months, right? Like it caused the development backlog, right? That's starting to clear up now. But you're you're getting those casual gamers, right? And I'm not like donking on people. I'm saying there are the casual gamers who will buy one or two games a year. COD, FIFA, maybe something else, right? 
those gamers aren't the type who are going to care about every game released in the month, right? Right now, what you're seeing is a lot of the people who would pay the $70 price for consoles are probably waiting. But it's the price point, it's the backlog of development, and it's also inflation. Like, there are multiple factors here. It's not just the game prices being increased. Like, I think I emphasized this point the wrong way, but, like, there are multiple factors here, and it's not only that the game price increased. Like, there are multiple things, right? Like, I'm not even paying $70 for video games here. Like, yes, conversion, I'm paying $70 US, but I'm paying... For some games, I'm paying $89.99, right? 90 bucks. However, for other games, I'm looking at you, uh, Forspoken. I haven't bought it, but just to give you an example. Forspoken's base copy here, Delvin. Do you want to take a guess what the price is? $100. No. It is $93.59. That's that's without tax. Yeah, add tax onto that. That's like a hundred and eight bucks. That's crazy. But that's kind of what I that's what what I was saying before. I guess I've said it multiple times at this point. If you know, when these price increases happen, it doesn't affect like the the God of Wars and the Horizons and games like that. It affects the games like Forspoken. Where people may not want to take yeah. that chance on the game, like you know, it's, it affects games that people not. Eh, we can wait on this, you know. What's the, what's the other game that um Superman, not Superman, that came out on the round places and lost that was sixty nine nine nine. I can't remember the name of it. Where you, what do you, what do you um, mean? The PS five exclusive game where you played the um, astronaut. Oh, Returnal. Returnal, yeah, it affects games like Returnal, right. and, and because you know people, as weird as it may sound, people are more, more willing to take a risk at fifty nine ninety nine than sixty nine ninety nine. I know it's only ten dollars; it's a lot, little bit more in Canada, but it still matters to some people. People vote with their wallet, and I think that's kind of the signs of the, of the times and stuff. And you know, I think places should do that. At the same time, I guess, and I guess they, they they figured right that yeah we may lose some sales, but the revenue that we get will make up for that. And not even just that, like case in point, right? Like, yes, smaller amount of software sold, bigger amount of revenue. Like, yes, they're they're not losing out on the amount that a lot of people hoped they would, right? Because if they had a, like seen like a 75% decrease in sales because they r- did the price increase, you might have seen them pull the price increase back, but that's not what happened and it's yeah. not going anywhere. So yes, sales may decline a little bit, but keep in mind we're I don't want to say we're in a recession because we're not. We're in a I want to say corporate made um i just corporate greed really but like you there is documented proof at least here of 
grocery stores, for example, price gouging just because they can. Like, that's what we're in. It's not like we're not seeing huge levels of inflation. We're just seeing prices not coming back down from where they were inflated to by grocery stores or other kinds of stores on purpose because, oh, we know customers will pay this. And when it comes to, for example, food, you don't have a choice. You need it to survive, right? Yeah. Like to give a to give an example, I went to Walmart um the other night, right? Spent a hundred bucks. I got like 10 items. A hundred bucks yeah. five years ago, I would have had a full shopping cart. Yeah, but that's how it kinda it kinda is right now, you know. The economy's jacked up and yeah, prices went up. And you would think they would go back down, but a lot of companies are like, nah, we're not bringing it back. We'll just keep it up like this so we can just make more profits. And that's kind of how it works. Greed works like that. Welcome to economics. Part of our late-stage capitalism, yes, I know. It's terrible. But Yes, it is. I do think people need to be more aware of their statistics because the reason this story is trending is they're going, see, 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 Sony and all these other companies are going to are going to have to lower their prices. They're, they're not going no, to lower their prices. That, like, that's not how that works at all. That's not absolutely not no. how that works. Um, I, if anything, yeah. people should be aware of that. If anything, they'll take less risk before they lower their prices. Yeah. So instead of funding this game, they'll fund something they know that's going to sell, which sucks, but that's how that works. All right, our next story is, and I, I found out about the story because of Donnie. Dredge, which apparently is a really good game. I, I got it. I haven't played it yet. But I'm waiting. Like I said, I'm waiting to get through back catalog to get to that one. Uh, on the <laughs> PlayStation blog, you look up the Dredge roadmap, and it, it's some interesting stuff here. They have, okay, in quarter two, they have free map markers. Also in quarter two, they have a photo mode and wildlife coming in the game. In quarter three, they have free boat paint, and fourth quarter is paid DLC. So it's just cool to see that they're still supporting this game. Apparently, the game is doing pretty pretty good. You know, they they got uh, that, that's that horror boat game, right? That is correct. The horror boat game that Johnny's been yeah, reading. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I've not played it, but um, it's. It's an it's an interesting title. Um, glad to see they're supporting it. However, a whole quarter dedicated to photo mode. Look, I love photo mode. You know that. Like we have we, the reason the PSVG Discord has a gametography channel is because I asked for it, right? Like, you, you know, I love photo mode in video games, but like a whole quarter dedicated to that. I'm not sure that's the kind of update people are going to look for, right? Like, well, let me let me ask some more. Stuff to it to give you some more idea. I'm gonna read straight from the PlayStation blog. One of the features requested by so many of you is the extended functionality for the end game map. We're excited to introduce this with our first free update in May. The addition of map markers will allow you to select from different colored icons representing everything from dangers, shipwrecks, mysteries, and more. So that's the first thing that we were talking about, enabling more effective navigation between locations than before. Additionally, this update will include some fixes and balance changes. Okay. That was the first one we talked about the map markers. 
in our second update, two new modes will introduce very different ways to experience dredge. The first mode is passive mode, which caters to players who prefer a less intense experience. Monsters that usually attack fishing boats will no longer be aggressive, allowing players to focus on fishing and enjoying the serene experience. Okay, now, so that's, I guess that's coming along with the second, that's the second update. This second mm-hmm. update mode is is another, well, this second, this update second mode is another requested feature, photo mode. But rather than just add the ability with a simple menu option, we're taking a different approach. When it launches, our photo mode will see the addition of a new in-game character who will help players unlock their camera's ability and share clues to where to find some of the local marine wildlife as subjects for your photography, some of which will be brand new in this update. This mode will be hooked onto PlayStation screenshot sharing ability so you can share your captures, whether that be of majestic whales or nightmarish abominations from the deep. So that's why it's um, a separate separate, um, update because it's a little bit more expansive, just an average photo mode. It's almost like they're going to ingrain it into the story. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Right, I guess that makes more sense. It's like, no, um, no, no. Um, I like horror games, but I don't like fishing. So it sounds really interesting. That's why I hear like, talk about it made me want to try it. The extent of my fishing career is getting the fishing trophy in uh, Far Cry Five for the platinum, and yeah, that that was it. You catch okay. every fish in that game, and I hated that. What going to do that? <laughs> that mm. sounds horrible. All right, yeah. our next story. This isn't a PlayStation story, but this is kind of a PSA for everybody. And I think if I didn't tell people this, Rebecca would kill me. Tears of the Kingdom is leaked. Apparently, ten days before release, people are streaming the game, people are showing the game, all that stuff. So if you're on Twitter or any social media sites, be aware of that. Go zero dog thirty. Is leaked, and if you spoil it for Rebecca, she will dump thousands of spiders in your bed. Oh god! But yes, did, did you see her fucking tweet this morning? I did see that. Rebecca's not playing about this game. Uh, not fuck this up for her. I will dump yeah. thousands of tiny spiders in your bed sheets while you're sleeping. Dear God, Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people people are trying to stream the game on Twitch and all that stuff, and it's it's out in the wild. So be aware of that, people. If you plan hey, on playing you this know game, what? at least at least Nintendo's not going to send the Pinkertons after you for having the game early. Uh, we'll see. Maybe they will. <laughs> I don't think Nintendo will do that. I do know that Wizards of the Coast did that. Do you hear that I, I fucking saw that, story? Uh, I saw that story, yes. Uh, that shit was fucking wild. Uh, for listeners, since I brought it up, uh, anybody who doesn't know, yes, the Pinkertons still exist. Yeah, the bad guys from Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, anyways, uh, they were sent to a customer's house um, a paying customer, I might add, 
uh, by Wizards of the Coast because a customer bought a car, a specific kind of card pack, and instead of receiving that card pack, they accidentally received new unannounced card packs before they were meant to be released. And so Wizards of the Coast sent the Pinkertons to their house. That's, that's what so the fuck weird. are we doing? Uh, know, that's just a weird like, thing to do. Like, it wasn't okay. It wouldn't be okay if they stole the cards. But this customer paid for the cards. Like, nah. that's doubly not okay. The guy paid for them. And they sent armed men to his house to take the cards back. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Uh... But I'm I'm quite sure there's a good Red Dead Redemption joke in there somewhere. <laughs> sure is, but yeah, Nintendo's not going to be doing that if you get Tears of the Kingdom early. However, uh, don't ruin it for others. Yeah, don't be a dick. Don't ruin, don't ruin the game for people. People are yeah plenty excited for this game. Let people explore ex- explore and, and enjoy all the. The fun the game has to offer. Don't be the, uh, that asshole who just starts posting shit for, for everybody to be spoiled. That's just a dick move. Oh, actually, Hi. I didn't even explain. I didn't even explain what kind of cards these were. They were magic cards, like Magic the Gathering. Like that's what they sent the Pinkerton so that guy's house over was Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's just such a weird story. It is. It is. Uh, also, finding out that the Pinkertons are now just essentially armed bodyguards for toy companies is also weird. Well, they kind of fell off after John Marston. Uh, no, they kind of fell off after they were banned from government work in like the 1800s. I forget what exact year, but it's sometime in the 1800s. They're banned from government work. So I guess now they just act as armed guards for toy companies. I guess. How how, how did that work? You get banned Anyways, from work. I like, don't know. I am in the eighteen hundreds, sure. and it's still like ah, uh, you st- oh, some like their ancestors come like hey, I want to work for the government. Like nah, you can't. You're a Pinkerton. Like what the fuck they got to do with me? <laughs> I wasn't around whatever they did. What they did. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Ah, yes, yeah. the yeah, Anti-Pinkerton well. Act of 1893 uh, was a law passed by the U.S. Congress in 1893 to limit the federal government's ability to hire for private investigators or mercenaries. Ah, okay. So the government can't hire mercenaries. That makes sense. They also can't hire the Pinkertons. Yeah, they can't hire mercenaries, so they kind of make their own. Got it. <laughs> All right, let's get to this main topic. We've both been playing Jedi Survivor, and there's yes. been a lot of talk about this game. Oh, uh, I you know some good, some bad. You know, like we usually do with these reviews. Let's get to the review roundup and get to some of the scores before we get into. Apparently, this game is buggy as hell for a lot of people, especially if you're playing on PC. But let me get to the review score. So GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, VGC gave it a 5 out of 5. 
Game before, everyone gave it a 9.25 out of 10. That's a weird score, 9.25. Just give it a 9. <laughs> IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Destructoid gave it a 9 out of 10. PC Gamers gave it an 8 out of 10. You know, uh, the gamer gave it a 3.5 out of 5. You know, so the gamer's reviewing well, to say the least. But on the flip side of that, the game is having a lot of issues. A lot of issues on PC. And uh, just recently, they they had a giant day one patch to come out to kind of just try to fix some of this stuff. And that patch is... Fixing some other stuff, but there's still a lot of problems. It's just a mess. It's it's crazy. So let's let's screw it. Let's get into what, what we've done in the game so far. Haley, how far are you, Jedi Survivor? Have you been having any of these problems? And what do you think of the game? Okay, so the only thing I've noticed is some frame drops uh, and screen tearing. Um, I know that others have reported HDR issues where if you turn the HDR on, it is it almost turns the picture black and white. I have not experienced that. Uh, HDR seems to be working fine for me. Um, I have seen the frame. I'm playing on performance mode. Um, I have seen the frames drop from 60 to like 51. I will say on a mission I did earlier today, I did think I saw it drop to like 40. Um, can, can, like, I, can I ask you a question about performance mode? How yeah. does it look on your TV? Oh, it's blurry. Yeah, that's that's what I want to I want to get to. I'm I don't like I want to take nothing. It's definitely you, not 1440p. Like, I can tell you that much. Yeah. It's not running at 1440. This like, is the ugliest performance mode I think I've ever seen. It looks blurry as hell it looks it looks rough like it looks so rough the game can the game stars always says do you want to play in performance mode or i guess fidelity quality mode right yeah it says it says quality or performance so when the game started off for me right devil taps me right next to me devil and my daughter was right next to me and i showed him performance mode he said that looks horrible. <laughs> he said, I can't. He said, it can't look like that. I'm like, I said, no, I, I don't think it does. I think they're, they're exaggerated because it looked all fuzzy and blurry. It almost looked like a, th- a PS3 game. <laughs> so, okay, so, so I, said, I have not experienced that. I yes, only noticed bad. the blurriness if I'm standing next to like an object for too long, this camera starts going wobbly and starts fuzzing out. I have not, like, I know that the game itself, like, in performance mode, it's supposed to be running at 1440. Uh, it's definitely not running at 1440, but I've not seen it, like, be super blurry like that. Like, that's, you're experiencing something different than I am. Uh, because I have, like, I have clear picture. Don't 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 get me wrong. Like I have I have clear picture, but it's not fourteen forty. I can tell you that. I, I will say this: that only happened when it's asking you to do quality mode or performance mode. When I got into the game later and tried the performance mode, it looked better and it looked like that picture, but it still looked really fuzzy. I mean, yeah, it's it, gonna it look was fuzzy noticeable. It's, no, but it, it it was really noticeable. Hmm. I've not experienced that. It's definitely not 1440, and the frames are not stable. But I'm not willing to take the performance hit to have a better image. I'm sorry, I'm not. 
Um, that's why if anybody that's asks good, me, I'm playing, playing Redfall. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. That's good because I'm playing quality mode, so I think we have, we have two different experiences with this game. Then it's good to hear that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I am definitely not willing to take the uh, hit to performance for image quality. I'm just not. Um, it's it's the same reason why I won't be playing Redfall. Like I, I love Arcane. I'm not playing Redfall. Sorry. I could download it on my computer, and then I have no space left on my computer. That's how big the PC is. I need to uh, buy another M2 drive for my computer before I can like start heavily using it for games. Uh, Redfall's huge, though. It's like 100 gigs on PC. So... Uh, and I only have like 300 or something to start. So anyways, um, I'm not willing to take that hit to performance just because I much prefer the smoother, like, um, like smoother response time. Right. So, um, the game is definitely not running at 1440. Um, it's not super noticeable unless you're in like a tight cramped area where like a lot of things are on screen at once and then you can sort of see like blurriness around the edges but i've not like experienced the entire screen blurring out like you're saying you experienced while trying to choose between quality or performance um as for how far i am i have unlocked all five lightsaber stances if oh that that's makes sense pretty good then. yes it does I, I I'm not I'm not very far, but I will say that I have reunited the whole team. That's great. That's pretty good. So you're far enough. You're way farther than me. Well, I'm usually way farther than you in most games. Uh, yeah, because you, you just sit there and play games for forty hours. Well, I don't have set day. starter end times to shifts, Delvin. I can start at seven in the morning and be finished by eleven a.m. for the day. Yeah. Right. Like, like, or like yesterday at work, we started at one, we finished at seven thirty, right? Like, shift time must varies. be nice. So, hey, but yeah, don't, uh, don't think it's too nice of a benefit. I only get paid until the job's done. I don't, I don't get paid for like a standard amount of time. I just get paid until the job's done. The only time I get paid more than I work is if we only work two and a half hours. I have to be paid for three. Okay. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, I still, yes, I have, I don't have standard shifts end times, right? Like I have a standard start time, but not a end time. Right. So I have varying amounts of free time. Right. So, um, I didn't play any of the game yesterday. Because obviously I wasn't really up to looking at screens yesterday after work. So, um, but I played uh, quite a bit Friday after I finished at Dollar Tree. Uh, and then I was off until Saturday night. Like, so I, I played a bit Saturday afternoon as well. And then, like I said, I didn't play anything yesterday, but I played quite a bit today. Um, I'm still not very far though. I can tell you that much because like I let, so like, obviously, uh, and I'm not going to spoil any story beats or anything, but obviously you start the game on Coruscant, right? So, um, I left Coruscant, went to the planet you go to after that. I left that planet 
and did an objective there. Now I'm back on the planet you go to after Coruscant. So, um, okay. you apparently go to that planet a lot in the game. Um, Seems but, like a hub world um, almost. Yeah, it's, it's very big too. Um, I've unlocked the ability to ride uh, animals as well. So, okay. Yeah. Well, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, uh, are you finished? I, I, I want to get my thoughts on it. If you're not finished, if you're finished yeah, go ahead. I, I'm having a blast with it. I'm having more of a blast with it than I had with um Fallen Order. I feel like um in terms of story wise, this story's pulling me in more than Fallen Order did. The action is fierce, fast, and fun. I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm playing in quality mode. It looks great. I haven't had any hiccups with it at all so far. How are your frames? Because I know that's I know it's not a stable thirty. I don't think it's a stable thirty, but it hasn't been enough to bother me. Like, oh, this is still good. This is still fine. I've tried it in performance mode, and I kind of noticed what you were talking about. I'm like, oh, this is not stable, but it works. And the fuzziness kind of kind of got to me. Like, ah, oh, nah, I'll I'll go, go with uh, quality mode with this one. But overall, I'm enjoying the game. The story is great. The combat is great. I like um, how the story is progressing so far. I'm not too far, and I got to that um. I guess it's the third place, the main hub place. No. Okay, so you've you've reached you you can say the character because it's in trailers. You've reached Grease's saloon then. Yes. Okay. That's as far as you've made it. A little bit further than that, but yes, oh. I'm still in okay. that place. I'm still in that area helping people out because I'm a good person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, a couple of the just forewarning, no spoilers. A couple of those rumors are things you're not meant to do as soon as you get them. Um, just that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to spoil anything for you or others. Okay. Um, but a couple of those rumors, those things that you're helping people with, um will definitely lead you to believe that they can be done right away. Uh, but they're meant to be done later. <laughs> uh, I say that okay. as someone who bashed their head against the same objective seven tries before finally taking, uh, finishing the objective. Um, don't do what I do. Did. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm enjoying it. I like the adjustments they made to Kyle Kessis's, uh character model. Because I absolutely hated his character model in Fallen Order. What and was wrong with this character model in Fallen Order? It just to me it looked off. Like, oh, this looks a little I, off. I mean, it, it was just Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, but it looked off. This character model looks a lot better to me. It looks a lot more fleshed out. Looks a lot more like him. I this mean, looks cool. He's aged for sure. That's the, well, the yeah. character. I'm not talking about Cameron Monaghan. I am talking about the character. But like, the character's aged, right? Like. Cal yes. is more tired. He's more like he's he's he just looks, he looks more rough. realistic to me in this uh, game. I don't know, as opposed to he he felt he didn't look as polished in the last one, which is no, fine. No. He uh he looked fine in Fallen Order for me. Um, yes. Uh, story wise, I'm really liking where the story goes. Um. I don't want to say what I've like learned because some people may not know that the game's going to delve into this. Uh, so I won't, I won't spoil it, but uh, 
it's delving into some very unexplored stuff is what I will say. Um, okay. And I'm liking, which stance you like the best so far? I want to ask you that. Dual wheels. Dual is my favorite. That's what I go with too. Yeah. Uh, I right now, like what I have equipped, because I stopped playing like about an hour before recording, and then just threw on some like videos and last week tonight. Um, right now, what I have equipped is the cross guard stance, so like the Kylo Ren lightsaber thing, uh, and dual wheels. Okay. Um, cross guard's hard. Like it's it's an interesting thing to learn. Uh, it's very slow, but I like it. Um, dual wield is my favorite though. It's super fast, and once you like uh, get a couple skills in it, like especially like one of the skills is like delayed strikes. Uh, that is super helpful. Like you can do like a, a flurry of attacks, and it's just super great. Um, I also have a couple perks. Um, I have one right now that increases like XP gained for killing enemies. Beneficial. Okay. To say the a least, like I, what what would take like an hour to earn a skill point, I'm getting like 25 minutes. So that's good. It's that's not good like an, before anyone like freaks out for me saying that it's not like an XP booster or anything. It just like it's a perk you can equip that changes the amount of XP you gain from killing things. Um, so. The, yeah. It's not like artificially slowed or anything. It just grants you more for each kill. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So let's talk the performance. It is abysmal. Um, and Digital Foundry has done a huge teardown um, for console and for PC. I think they made three separate videos for PC. Um I know uh, I bring him up a lot because I really like his content, but SkillUp has done a review on PC saying the game should be entirely avoided uh, until it is fixed on PC because he was running the game on a 4090 and could not get a frame rate above 45 uh, FPS. Um, Yes, performance is bad. Uh, It's not great. And the game is definitely undercooked and should have been delayed. The issue is, is that they weren't given the time to. Um, and I've also seen the worst takes imaginable online when it comes to this and reviews in general. So I, what I, I will, s- I will say this. Yeah. I do think it's a little fascinating that this game is getting all these high reviews and things like that. But we see a lot of people complain about performance of this game. Oh, yeah. I will say, reviews for this game are not ignoring the performance issues. Like, I know that a lot of our listeners aren't really fans of Kind of Funny anymore. I know that I'm the outlier in our community, but like I said, I love Kind of Funny. Their review literally was like, yeah, this game is buggy as shit, but I have to factor in how much I enjoy the game and the story and the mechanics alongside the performance. And for them, kind of funny and specific, they gave the game a 5 out of 5, which isn't a perfect game because, um, uh, again, 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, there's no such thing as a perfect game. No game is perfect. There are going to be flaws in everything because that's how humans work and things in general work. However, kind of funny, for example, was like 
performance was not great. However, my enjoyment was not ruined by this, and the game will be fixed, right? Others, however, did factor it into their score. Um, but again, none of the reviews that I saw, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, saw or watched, the only review I've actually watched is Skill Up. I've only, I have, like, I have kind of funny's review queued up in my podcast thing, just as something to listen to at work. So I'm not always listening to terrible store audio soundtracks. Um, so I have it queued up. I have not listened to it or watched it yet. The only review I've watched is Skill Up's um, review for PC, right? Uh, like, he, it's just a review in general, but of course he reviewed it on PC. Anyways. Every review, whether I've watched it or not, I've seen mention the horrible performance. It's not great. But, However, but that's but that's my problem with it. Like, how can you really? And this is this is not to cut you off. But this is my whole thing. Getting back to the full spoken thing. Not to bring you back to full spoken, but I am. People gave that game so much shit for the performance. But why, if this game is getting? Not getting the same amount of shit, and it's having crap before. People are saying they can't even play it on PC. So how, if you rate, if you review PC games, and people are the bulk amount of people saying we can't even play this shit, how is this game getting the eight or nine? That's what. That's where the. That's where I'm trying to understand when yeah, it comes to these reviews. That, and stuff that's like a that. valid point. And I was about to get to that. Uh, and no, I'm not worried about you cutting me off or upset about you bringing you up for spoken like. Why would I be upset about bringing bringing it back? Oh no, spoken. It's a good point in comparison to make. You're right. However, um, all right. So let's talk about some of these awful takes I've seen. I've seen a bunch of people online demanding that um, reviewers must review the game on multiple systems at multiple graphics card settings at et cetera, et cetera. Reviewers are not QA testers. That. I, I know you don't, but I'm just saying that that's I've seen terrible. a bunch of that's these a terrible today. Take. Whoever said that. Re- reviewers are not QA testers. It is not their job to test the game on multiple graphics cards to determine whether or not the game can handle that. What needs to happen is to allow developers to say, hey, this is a little hot. We should probably delay this. You know what's not going to happen? That. Because shareholders don't care. They They don't. Because you know what? Patches can go forth. The internet has changed the way this works. And yes, it is terrible that games are releasing in this state. Uh, Look, you can call me a Sony fangirl. Whatever. I don't care. Um, The way The Last of Us released on PC, fucking terrible. The way this game released on PC, fucking terrible. The way that Redfall is coming in tonight because reviews leaked earlier because of their stupid 11 o'clock p.m. embargo. Uh, Redfall coming in real fucking hot. Terrible. They don't care. It, it, it's Shareholders do not care. The game is, hey, we've spent so much money on this, we need to start recouping costs. That's what's happening, is these are being pushed out the door because they don't want to put the, the time into a delay to add more polish. But the other issue of that, the other part of that issue is you can also delay a game so many times. It will never be perfect. And 
There are only so many things you can test for in QA because QA is a closed system. As soon as you release live, you are going to encounter bugs that you did not encounter in QA. And I know that for a fact. That is going to happen. Now, performance is not one of those things that should be where 900 different graphics cards and GPUs combinations should be causing this game to freak out like that. When you can change every setting on a game's like like every setting in a game and it does not affect performance at all, that is a bad pro- that's a bad problem. Now, Respawn is going to fix this. They've already put out a statement. They've released a couple of patches on PC already. There's a patch coming out for PS5, Series X and Series S tomorrow. Um, that is supposed to address performance mode, specifically a bunch of crashes and bug fixes. Now, again, this game should not have released in this statement. However, and I hate saying this, you have to get used to games releasing this state. I'm sorry, but you do because shareholders don't care or if they do care and they delay it and they get it as best as possible while they're in their delay and then release it and discover a bunch of bugs that weren't found in QA, you could delay a game a hundred times. There are always going to be things that pop up, but performance should not be one of them. I I don't know why this keeps happening performance wise. I can say that all the people I've seen complaining about games should release bug free. Y'all are fucking idiots. I'm sorry. Like I will say this. I do think, and I agree with what you're saying, I, but I do think on the on the flip side of it, I do think it's bullshit. That it should not have been seventy dollars. Is my point. Sorry, yeah. before that, you that go too. further. Like, that too. Like, if you're gonna release the game like this, you have to discount it. You can't charge seventy bucks for this. I'm not upset that I paid for it because I was gonna. We were gonna be doing a review for the podcast, so I, I was paying for it at launch. Anyways, I don't care, and I can put up with a lot, right? Like, I'm. Sure, I'm not getting 60, but I'm over 30, and that's fine to me. Um, I do not like the 40 FP. I'm gonna let you speak in a minute here, Delvin. I didn't mean to interrupt you, I just want to get this out there real quick. I do not like the 40 FPS modes in Horizon or Spider-Man or Ratchet. I, I just I don't like them. But right now, I can handle anything that's over 30 for this game because it feels more responsive to me. However, this game releasing in this state should not have been $70. And if you're going to keep releasing games like this, you need to have them discounted. Sorry. Yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. My, my whole problem with, the, is it, with this is this. And I, I, and I, I blame a lot of people for this. I, I blame reviewers to, to an extent. I blame us to an extent because the problem is this. We keep seeing games releasing in broken states. But at the same time, we keep pre-ordering and buying these games early. So it doesn't give them any incentive to release the games in a better state. They just say, all right, well, the game's broken. We'll fix it when we get a chance. As soon as we get a chance, we'll fix the game. That shouldn't be acceptable. But we are accepting it. Yeah, we complain. We bitch about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is wrong. They shouldn't have did it. This is bullshit. But we give them our $70 and accept it. And that's why this keeps happening, because we keep accepting it and dealing with it. But on the flip side of that, and this is why I get to with game reviewers, you can't pick and choose 
Well, you can, but it kind of feels disingenuous when you pick and choose what bugs and like, oh, this is okay. The game's broken as fuck, but I'm going to give it a nine. Like, how did that work? Why is this game broken as fuck and we give it a nine, but this game is broken as fuck and we give this a five? We have to kind of get to some kind of middle ground because I, honestly speaking, if I read reviews about this game and the review was saying, that, oh, this is a nine, this game plays perfectly, I don't have any problem like that, and I bought the game based off the review, and the game was broken as fuck, I'd be mad to the motherfucker. And I wouldn't tr- I wouldn't, wouldn't trust that review anymore because I feel like, hey, why why are you telling me this game is, it doesn't have minimal problems? And that, then I put it in my system and it's full of bugs. And I think that's where I feel like it's a little disingenuous because looking at all these reviews of eight, nines, tens, and stuff like that, or, or fives, and I, yes, a five is not a, a perfect score or whatnot. I get that. But I expect more from reviewers when it comes to that type of situation. So if a game's buggy as shit, that shit reflect in the review. Like, hey, this game was buggy. The game crashed on me five times. That should very much reflect in the review and kind of like a bias beware thing. Yes, the game can still be fun and still be enjoyable. You know, there's plenty of games that have a bug, have plenty of bugs that are still enjoyable. But there is a sort of uh, what, what's going on here? Why is this game getting these high reviews, and yet we're seeing all these things about these problems with this game? And I think that's a, that's a problem. Don't tell me the uh, the game is a nine, but it's really buggy. Like for example, get a perfect example that is um, what's the game? Cyberpunk. When Cyberpunk first came, it was a fucking mess. What? People couldn't play it. It was a complete mess. And I think a lot of, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, Haley. A lot of reviews reflect, reflected that. They did not. No, they did not. So that even they makes it not. worse. They mentioned the it's it's again the same situation. Bugs were mentioned, but in most cases, the bugs did not reflect the score. Um, and, and and that's a big problem for me. If if you're if 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 you're a reviewer and your whole job is a reviewer, I don't want to tell reviewers what their job is, but people read reviews to get an idea of what the game is like. And it make the make the conscientious decision of whether to buy the game or not. Am I correct on, on saying that? You used to be correct. However, I do not think that's why most people watch reviews anymore. Um, why, why why would you think people watch reviews? Okay, maybe so, for the personalities. I, that well, that but also they want someone who reinforces their view. Is okay, why most people that's watch. Fair, that's, fair that, that's what they want now. Reviews did used to be used to gauge uh, how a game performs and how um, and whether or not like they should buy it at launch. However, most cases now it's just people want uh, view reinforcement, and okay, I don't mean that of like fine. the like IGN needs view reinforcement. I mean the person watching the review wants their views reinforced by a review, right? Um, but reviews did used to mean something they don't now which is kind of why a lot of outlets are moving away from scores and are more uh, kind of moving to a i can recommend or i cannot recommend system um however you are correct in that it's very odd that some games have their score reflected in the review and some do not if you're looking for an example of a pc game and i i a game that released on multiple platforms like pc and console that had its 
bugginess reflected in its score, the last one I can actually think of is Fallout 4. And its PC version score was reflected with the bugs. Yeah, and I think that's the way... Most people are about what I believe. I think that should be the way it is. If you're playing a game and it's buggy and it's hurting the experience of the game, you should reflect that in your review. Because I, I think it's a little like this. I think it's a little disingenuous if you say this game is amazing. This game is a five out of five. And yes, I really enjoy Jedi Fallen Order, not Fallen Order, um, Survivor so far. I really haven't had any problems with it. But I know there's a lot of people who probably had problems with it on the PS5 or the PC. And there's been a big there's a big, a big patch that was released on PC, and it was a big PS5 patch released today. So that tells you all you need to know that this game came in hot and it was buggy as shit. So. My thing is, I don't like when reviewers don't reflect that. And on the flip side of that, as a consumer, we have to be more conscious of what we purchase. Like, hey, cause, because they're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep releasing games hot and buggy and broken in some cases because they know we're going to buy it regardless. And I'm a little bit more lenient when it comes to games like Redfall because Redfall's on Game Pass, so you're not necessarily paying for it. But Jedi Survivor, you have to you're paying seventy dollars to get to, to, to buy in this game. Wait, okay, hold on. Getting... I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. We cannot carve out caveats for this. I'm sorry. We can't. I think you can. It, I think if, if I the do game not is think free, we can is a different because, No, I do not think we can. Because again, and this is the point that people miss. Games on Game Pass are not free. You are paying a monthly subscription. You're paying for the for service. Them. That's correct. Yeah. You 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 cannot carve out a caveat that a game on Game Pass is buggy, so it's okay, that that doesn't work. Yes. That doesn't I agree work. With that. Because I, I if think... we're going to be upset about bugginess in a full-priced game, and again, mind you, Redfall is $70 on PC. Now again, it yes. is still on PC Game Pass. However, there are people who don't have Game Pass and buy their games outright. That's that their correct. prerogative, but you cannot carve out a caveat just because a game is on Game Pass, because but, if that game is on all other systems, those players have to pay for it. You can't yeah, carve I'm out a caveat angry. that bugs in a Game Pass title are okay because it's on Game Pass. Because there are I'm other people who pay for game price is on for Game Pass. I'm less annoyed when it's a game on Game Pass or PS Plus and you're getting it for, for having the service. But you are correct. Redfall is on Game Pass on Xbox. If you're a PlayStation person and Redfall's fu- broken, you're fucked. Well, you're so of course if you're a PlayStation mad. player. You're not playing Redfall because it's not oh, yeah. releasing on PlayStation at all. I thought it was released on PlayStation. No, it's Xbox and PC exclusive. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was released on PlayStation. Well, N- no, I guess. But my my point still stands. It's on Steam. You can pay for it for seventy five dollar Canadian. Well, ninety three bucks Canadian for Redfall. Or you could get it on like Fanatical for like seventy five, but the the point still stands. You can pay full price for Redfall Fall on PC, or you can pay for PC Game Pass. But this is why you can't carve out caveats for games that are on Game Pass because they're available on other platforms. And if they're buggy as shit on Game Pass and buggy as shit on the other platform, that why are we carving out a caveat for Game Pass? Games should but, not be released in this state. However, people 
like and look i'm the biggest like pro i'm part of the problem it's pre-orders man like it's, well, we all are I'm part of the problem. I know, but it's 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 pre-orders. They're getting their money beforehand, so they're just going to release the game. But I, for example, am part of the problem. And yes, I know you said we all are, but like I am part of the problem in that I pay for my games in advance, so I don't have to worry if something comes up. I've already got the game paid for. I don't have to worry about it. Like I can factor in all my other bills and everything else into my budget. And a game is not part of the conversation because I've already paid for it. Like, the next time I get paid, so, like, next week, I'm pre-ordering Diablo 4. Just so it's out of the way, right? And I don't have to factor... And I don't have to factor in any games into the next month's budget, right? Like, get it out of the way. It's paid for, right? Now, that's part of the problem, sure. But me not doing that is not going to change what happens. It would take literally everybody not doing that. And that's over. I'm sorry, but it is like, you are not going to stop pre-orders. It's just not going to happen. There are people who are going to do it anyways, yeah. but this is an annoying problem. Um, I wish it would stop. I don't think it's going to, I think we're going to see this. And I think as we move to unreal engine five, we may even see worse issues. Like we may see consoles go back to only having 30 FPS and that's going to fucking suck. I'm sorry, but it is 30 FPS sucks after you get used to playing games at 60. Sorry, but it does. I, 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 I will be honest, Delvin. I do not know how you are handling quality mode on star Wars right now. When it's A, not a stable 30, and B, I'm so used to 60 now. It's why I bought, like, one of the first games I bought on PC after I got my uh, computer, I bought Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC so I could play it at 60. I'm sorry. That makes sense. (laughs) I just, like, it was on sale. I didn't pay full price for it. Like, I, I paid 35 bucks for the Ultimate Edition, right? which comes with a bunch of extra story mode stuff and all that. Right. So I like, I just want to play my games at 60 and that's going to suck. If consoles start going back to 30 only. Yeah. But that might be a thing that you have to deal with, you know, (laughs) you know, I got, I don't even respond to that, but yeah, it just sucks. It sucks. What can you do about it at this point? Like there's not much, it can be done because again it it's kind of set in stone either they don't get enough time from the publisher or the shareholders or they do but then it comes to a point where they can't just keep delaying the game because like you could delay a game for 10 years like look at dead island 2 i've not really encountered any bugs in that i encountered i think one and i sent it to delvin jr and he lost his mind like I punched a zombie and it went to space. That's the one bug I encountered. <laughs> and you know why that happened? It's because any games that ha- any game that has a real-time physics engine is going to encounter that. I've encountered that shit in Fallout or Skyrim. It's because there's a real-time physics engine. That's going to happen. That's not a bug with a game. That's a bug with a physics engine, which you can't really account for because it's physics. Um, But that game was in development hell for 10 years and released relatively okay but the game's only really been in active development for four because when dan buster took over they rebooted the whole thing right so 
Like, you could delay a game for as long as you want, but at a certain point, you've got to release it. Or it gets canned. But, like, I don't know where the sweet spot is here, and it sucks because PC performance should not be this bad, and performance mode in general should not be this bad. But I don't know where to go from here. So the thing I will say to cap this conversation off, because I know we're about ready to move into questions, um, I am enjoying my time with this game. I just wish its performance was bad. Yeah, I think that's a common thing people say about this game. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some of these questions. We got a, a few of them. We also have one so from Delvin get... Jr., which I'll read later. Okay. Let's get to the first one. I think it'd be a funny one to start with. Donnie asked, how long until Rob 3000 sells his PS5? Uh, six months. Uh, he sold it already. It's gone. By the time we finish this episode, that PS5 is gone like a motherfucker. See, that's even less time than Garrett gave him. Garrett gave him 10 days. I have no faith in Rob 3000. None. Zero. Zilch. Negative zero. Uh, that's so fucking funny, dude. Like, nobody has faith in him. He put the thing in a fucking drawer. Who puts a $500 device in their drawer? Yeah, you just get rid of it. Yeah. PlayStation doesn't deserve to rob 2000. That's just brutal. It is brutal. All right. Our next question is from the 69 Whiskey Podcast. And it's kind of touching on what we were saying. I'm reading that Jedi Survivors having lots of performance issues on release. How do you feel that on 2023 and all this new tech and consoles that AAA studios can't release a game without constant issues? And bugs. Yeah, that's kind of what we talk about. Yeah, we just and had like a 25-minute conversation about that. Uh, um, it's uh, bullshit. It's short. It, it, it is, but there's unfortunately nothing we can really do because you can test again and just to bring up the PC market, right? Like You can test like as many combinations as you want, but there are not there are going to be things you can't account for once it hits the live market, and that's unfortunate. Um, and to add into this, uh, so I guess the embargo, uh, was stopped early. Redfall came in real hot. It's experiencing the same fucking issues. So like I said, I'm, like it went live there. I've seen a bunch of reviews go live in the last five minutes. They are not great. <laughs> um, and this is not related to the performance, but they took everything about arcane out of the game. It's just his first person shooter. Oh, that is Ooh. everything about okay. Arcane's games that made Arcane's games fucking fantastic, and it's just gone. It's just a first-person shooter with like character abilities. What are we doing? Like, yikes! All right, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Uh, I'd love to see this issue change. Like this issue change. Like games not released like this, but. I think it's here to stay, unfortunately. All right. Our next question is from Pastor Lucas Ham Swisher. A stitch in time, nine saves. What are your favorite idioms? And also, what idioms do you say or hear and after so many years still don't understand? Well, besides the one I mentioned about stitch. 
Uh, I don't really use idioms that often, I don't think. And I certainly don't have a favorite. Um, Up your arsenal. (laughs) Sure. Um, uh, All of the Ratchet and Clank games ones are funny. Sure, but I don't think that's an idiom. I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, Hold on. I think they are idioms. Let's look it up. What? Oh, uh, yeah, like break a leg or whatnot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The quest for booty. Mm, beat beat around the bush, break a leg. What what, what the what? fuck is beat around the bush? What bush are we beating around? Uh are we beating people around a bush? The fuck does that mean? Beating around the bush is when you speak nonsense, avoiding a question because you don't want to express your true feelings on it. So that's essentially this show. The PlayStation experience is just beat around the bush the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, It takes two to tango. uh, ignorance is bliss. A dime a dozen. I I don't know. I don't really use any of these. Yeah. Like the bullet. Right, let's move. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Teresa asks, "Is that the character modeled after the guy who played Joker and Ian on Shameless? Looks like him. I know the gift from somewhere. Okay. Something that's Star Warsy. Yes, yes, Teresa. That is the guy who played Joker and Ian from Shameless." Yeah, so that's Cameron Monaghan. He played all three versions of the Joker they had in Gotham. Uh, he did play Ian and Shameless. He also, if you want to see a very young Cameron Monaghan, played a child serial killer on Criminal Minds. In season, yeah, in season two of Criminal Minds, he plays like an eight-year-old serial killer who's beating people to death with a baseball bat. All right, there you go. Uh, he's he's a great actor. Uh, also, he was a very big fan of Cal wearing ponchos in the first game because if you saw his Star Wars Celebration Day like interview, he literally was like asked questions and he just kept going back to the poncho thing. Like someone asked him a question, he goes, "Well, the first thing I noticed is Cal isn't wearing a poncho." <laughs> All right, um, give me Delvin's question, and we'll go with the last question. This other question last. Okay, so Delvin Jr.'s question is, hold on, I have to open my PlayStation messages because this is how he has decided to send me questions now. Uh, did you ever have to quit on a game for any reason? He says yes. whatever reason, but uh, whatever doesn't work in the context. Yes, so. Gotham Knights, because the stress of that game annoying me was going to drive me insane. Okay, so... Yeah, I've had a couple games I've just had to quit on, like Just Cause 3. I had to quit on. I love the Just Cause series. Um, Just Cause 3 I had to quit on because its internet connectivity issues just caused the game to not be worth it. Like, I never finished. And I had to do the same thing with Just Cause 4 because it also had the same internet connectivity issue. Uh, where the the game servers just could not, um, could not stay still. Like they 
they they wouldn't stay stable. So it would cause the game to like lock up and do that. Um, it's kind of like the same thing that occurs whenever the shift services for like the Borderlands games goes down. The game just sort of locks up. Um, but okay. with the shift service, they warn you in advance of when the servers are going down. With the Just Cause games, you had no warning. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you meant that in a platinum context, but I don't think so because he didn't mention platinum. The reason I say I that is because general. I'm sure he did. But the reason I say I don't know if he meant it in platinum context is because the next thing he sent me after his question was an image of him platinuming the Guardians of the Galaxy game. So. <laughs> All right. Our final question is a new question from um, Ray Korik. Oh, yes. Oh, hold on. We if that if that's the final question you have in the doc, we have one from Barrett as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know why it's showing up. Give me Barrett's question because I okay, can't see. So it. Oh yeah, Barrett, it's showing up now. Okay, go uh, go ahead. What is your surprise announcement predict, predict prediction? For the rumored upcoming PlayStation Showcase. Mine is an Uncharted reboot developed by Ben. Okay. So, Barrett, not to shit all over your dreams, my friend, but, but you're that's, do it not, right now. that's not happening. Um, we do we don't know what Ben is working on. We do know a couple of things about what they're working on, though. Um, we don't know what the title is or what the I like what they're actually working on. We do know, however. Their next game will be an open world and will use the vehicle traversal uh, mechanics from Days Gone. Um, and I do remember the Uncharted reboot being like a thing is like, hey, Bend is working on this. But then as Jason Schreier pointed out, Bend asked to be pulled off of that. Bend did not want to be making Uncharted. So I don't think we'll see that unless they had a separate team split off. Still, maybe a possibility, but we do know that whatever the next thing that Bend releases will be open world and will have vehicle traversal in some way. Um, what is my um surprise announcement prediction? I think I say this every time we get asked a question similar to this. Where's my fucking infamous collection? Give That's it to one. me. Or a That's new a infamous one. game, I would take that too. But okay, so let me. I'm gonna go pie in the sky. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna go pie in the sky. Dream announcement they can announce at the upcoming PlayStation Showcase. Well, maybe it will happen because they've been there. Is this been rumored? Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater. Mm, okay, so you you Come. want the the remake? Yes. Okay, because that, that we know they're working on that. Well, well, we know I, that I, it's, I, that that's been leaked. That like, yeah, something Metal Gear is yes. in development. Um, Konami. Yes. Is ideally, actually, I want. Ideally, I want Solid, but we know three is the one that's coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I had to go pie in the sky. Um, Black Cooper come back. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. All right, let's get to this final question. The final question is from Ray Korik. 
and this is a good question, but I'm not gonna we're not gonna, not gonna do it all because it's a lot. He says, "What are your top ten favorite fictional antiheroes?" We'll do five each, Haley. So that makes ten. Okay. Um, all right. So we doing them all at once or round table? Yeah, you give your five, and then I'll give my five. All right. And uh, I'll try to make sure my five aren't the same as your five. Uh, I think one of ours is going to be the same for both of us. Um, Batman. Um, Punisher. Okay, that's one. That's two. Klaus Michelson. Who? It's a Vampire Diaries character. Uh, Just so we're clear. I'm definitely picking him. <laughs> okay. Three. Uh, fucking... Uh, Lucifer Morningstar. Four. Okay. Uh, and depending on the iteration, I'm going to say the Doctor. Okay. That's five. From Doctor Who. Okay. If, if five for me now. Yeah, hold on, though. I do have to clarify because I'm going to get fucking pushback from people. Uh, the Doctor is an anti-hero in the 12th Doctor iteration only. Like, dude's edgy as fuck. Uh, that's all I have to say on that. All right, go your okay. five. Vegeta. Deadpool. Uh, let's see who else I can think of. Catwoman. I think Catwoman's a good one. Catwoman does not count as an anti-hero. She was on the hero roster for DC now. But she wasn't always a hero. She was she's now a she hero. She wasn't but always, she, she but did. but if we're going to do that, we have to go by their current alignment. I would say the same thing to you if you put Harley Quinn. It's why I didn't put Harley Quinn on the anti-hero roster, because Harley Quinn well, is currently on... You're going to put Harley, Harley Quinn. I Because most of her career has been an uh, anti-hero or villain. So Sure, I, but Harley yeah. Quinn is now a member of the Justice League, so... Okay, I will change Catwoman for Red Hood. Okay, I'll I'll take that. That works. Says says Haley doesn't want me to have any women on my list. There you go. Destroyed it, Haley. No women. Thank you. Ghost Rider. Is he an antihero though? He absolutely is. <laughs> He's a spirit of vengeance. Uh, <laughs> all right. And. Magneto. Magneto is not an anti-hero. I'm sorry, he's not. He is. He's, he's not. An anti-hero. He's not an yes, anti-hero. He is. he is 100% an anti-hero. Magneto is a villain, Sometime, dude. Sometimes he's a villain. He can be a let, let, before I get yelled at for that, he's a villain I actually kind of agree with, but he's still a villain. He's not an anti-hero. No, he's, he's definitely anti-hero. Sometimes he could be a hero. Sometimes he could be a villain. It depends on... Magneto. If you're going off his the movie, is. sure. If you're going off his storied no. comic book history, dude's a fucking villain. Comics too. He's 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 been a hero sometimes. He's led the X Men. I know he has. Doesn't not make him a villain. I I, I think he's I think he he counts as an antihero. He he definitely does. I'll let it slide. Just just. Just because. No, uh, yeah, no. Comic books are fucking wild. It's, it's trying to class characters now is so fucking wild. Cause you could have Deadpool be an anti-hero one day, and then like the next seven iterations of his comic series will have him be a villain for no fucking yep. reason. Or Just case because. in point. 
Or or case, case in point, Harley Quinn is now a member of the fucking Justice League. <laughs> well, that's because she became too popular. I mean, Venom is also a, he- a hero now. Like, that's the thing we're coming to mess up at. Anytime they get a character that people love as a villain, they just say, "Fuck, we're gonna make him a hero." Like, no. But then their hero villain. iteration becomes more popular, anyways. Like, they wouldn't keep yeah. the hero iteration of the character if it wasn't still selling just, comic books. Just let them be a, a villain, or just like keep expanding on yeah. the antihero. That's yeah. fine. It, it's so fucking weird, dude. And then you have like, sorry, this is kind of a rant, but like, they need to change whoever the whoever the fucking editorial hates Peter Parker because, dear God, the current Spider-Man run is fucking terrible, dude. So bad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even uh, <laughs> gonna look at that. That shit looks horrible. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Like Delvin Jr. went on a whole like 37 voice message rant on my PlayStation account. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He'll send me because I guess the PlayStation has like a 15 second voice clip recording limit. So he'll literally send me like multiple 15 second voice recordings in like a row just to get his point. <laughs> That's my son. I'm not upset about right. it. I just, it's very funny. That's Delvin. All right, let's get out of here. Yep. Let him. Anything else got to say before we go, Ellie? No, no, just uh, be fucking good to each other. Yeah, that. You know where to find us. Yeah, you should. If you don't, I don't care. Good luck. <laughs> PlayStation.